nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Good evening and welcome to uh, San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. Uh, I am your host, Harry. Um, Rafa, how are you? Pretty good. Try, try to stay dry these last couple of days for <laughs> the rain. So AJ had practice on Monday. The you know he plays for SA City uh, Club. Rained out on Tuesday. Rained out on on uh, Wednesday uh, for that for SA City. Had played today. It was all nice. And, you know, this afternoon was nice, and then I guess this weekend it's supposed to get a little bit, uh, a little bit cold and wet again. So we will see how that goes here. Uh, how are you doing though, as far as outside of, uh, outside of uh, your your travels here for uh, work and stuff? Yeah, well, I'll travel again on Friday, so I'll be, I'll be in Lockhart. And then staying the night in Bastrop, and then Saturday I'll be in Austin, and then I come back. And then I have another big trip after that. And just basically being watching just some games. I watched today's game, the the World Club, uh, the FIFA World Club Cup game for Real Madrid. Did they win? Yeah, 4 yeah, 1. <laughs> when Seattle went out, I was like, eh. <laughs> Although there was an upset yesterday, though. Yeah. Um, the team that the they're going to face in the final, the team from Saudi Arabia knocked off uh, Flamengo, the Copa Libertadores. That was a shocker there. That's a huge upset. Mm-hmm. So the Sounders played the wrong team, I guess, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> All right, so let's get to it here. Um, no no Rafa's power rankings, although we'll kind of maybe tease some things here. I did put last uh, the last rankings on here. Uh, last week's show, we kind of got cold out just because there really wasn't a whole lot of action um, for that here. So uh, it got kind of crammed into this last week here, right? Um, yeah. Where teams played multiple games. And, you know, are they going to make them up later in the later in the year? We'll, we'll find out. But uh, uh, for that here. So let's get started with some, some taps here. Uh, taps is very, very, very close to the playoffs uh, for that here in, in – uh, I guess we can kind of semi-announce it, but uh, probably next Thursday or Friday, uh, we may have a Bracketology for TAPS only, because uh, we've done it for the UIL, but uh, we have not done it for TAPS. So uh, we're looking to do that here for that. So if you want to be on the uh, TAPS preview show uh, for the playoffs here, please reach out to us, especially Rafa, and we can definitely, uh, he needs all the advice to be able to to make the selections because all I do is check the box and, and move forward <laughs> and, and look at schedules as he's kind of debating things here. Uh, so in the green here, you're going to see uh, for that here, uh, 
unfortunately, and well, not unfortunately, in Region One, uh, everybody makes the playoffs uh, for that here. So it's the uh, Ofra playoffs, and this goes for both the boys and the girls. Uh, looking at it though, um, I did kind of set up the um, set up kind of the the playoff bracket here, just you know, as it is at at this point here. Uh, hold on one second here. Screen went down here. Um, you can see for here, so Central Catholic would have a buy all the way to the regionals. Uh, on the second side, Antonio, and if they finish second, would have a buy all the way to the regionals. And then, uh, let's see here, I think I think that's the two big ones for San Antonio, right? Yeah. St. Prius, and go back to... Um, so, yeah, so the rest... Yeah, St. Pius is in third, so they'll get the third, whatever third seed they play. Same thing. Yeah, St. Pius gets a bye, and they'll play the winner uh, right now of Bishop Lunch uh, High School out of Dallas and Cathedral High School out of El Paso, um, who play in the uh, bye district round and, 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 and then uh, to the area match. So it, it is, but we, we're prepping on for the uh, bracketology here. Uh, I guess for Region 1, uh, Central Catholic, 7-1. and one. Antonian five and three in district. I think both of them are fairly safe. Uh, Central Catholic has St. Thomas and, and Concordia Lutheran, uh, and uh, Antonian has has the same teams. You know, on, on you know Friday Saturday uh, for that here, and um, St. Thomas and, and Concordia play that third match on Valentine's Day. But uh, the last week here, so I think obviously Central Catholic is is probably locked into the number one seed. Uh, Antonian could slip, uh, you know, you know, things don't go their way, but I think with them playing the two bottom teams, you would expect for them to be able to finish in that second slot, right? Yeah. And I mean, Central Catholic, I know they had a loss over the weekend, but they did a split in Houston, but I think one more win, they'll pretty much clinch that top seed, which would be great, you know, great for them because they're going to have a couple buys, you know, as easier path, not saying an easier path, but it took a less stressful path to get to the, you know, try to get to the final again. Uh, Antonia needs to maintain that two spot. So at least I can get a, a game off to, you know, but they'll still have a tough challenge with, you know, with either Bishop Lynch or, um, or, or El pa with El Paso. Um, so if they can two winnable games this weekend. Like I said, they can finish runner up. Uh, but like I said, they're just one game. St. Pius is just one game behind, so one little slip up could end up flip flopping them in those seating. So, like I mentioned, uh, everybody's in the playoffs for Division One. So, <laughs> so I'm surprised Oprah Reefing doesn't sponsor the tournament, but um, <laughs> but it, it, it'll be interesting because you know you can never know, you know you, you can never know what can happen. Something you know if you can get hot at the right time, even even towards one of the last two games, that could be a momentum. You know, going into you know, get some good momentum, and you never know. You can knock off some people and catch them on a bad day. So, it's a it's a tricky tournament, kind of compare what we have in the UIL. Here's like I said, everybody has a chance. You know, a, a five and thirteen team could end up winning it all if they just get if they get hot, get hot and get healthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So region two, uh, you know, division four for the boys, uh, Brownsville, uh, St. Joseph Academy. Eight and one TMI, uh, seven and one, and then there's a, a, a drop off. Uh, uh, SA Christensen, uh, Laredo, and then uh, St. Mary's uh, Hall, uh, the Barons at four and six. 
Uh, looking at the schedule for St. Mary's, they get at St. Anthony and then San Antonio Christian. So kind of goes against them on trying to, to get in with the, with the local rivalry. Um, St. August, uh, you know, uh, TMI, there's a little bit of confusion on the schedule. Uh, mm -hmm. One schedule, TMI lists TMI playing Cornerstone. But if you go to the Brownsville St. Joseph Academy, shows that they're playing at TMI. So who knows? Uh, in regards that could to that. be a makeup game. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you know, so I, I'm not sure what the, you know, what there is, but it does show that TMI is down a match. So um, I could believe that they are, they are playing. If, if they are playing uh, the Brownsville St. Joseph, that could, you know, that, that could put them into the number one seed uh, coming out of, uh, you know, you know, region two, division four. Yeah, and like I said, if, if TMI can knock off, you know, like I said, St. Joseph's get you know get that number one spot, and I'm sure they'll get a good seating in the playoffs. Uh, St. Mary's Hall is not done yet. I know there are a couple of games behind Laredo St. Augustine. If St. Augustine happens to lose out, and St. And St. Mary's Hall can win at least two, you know, they are going to have to knock off San Antonio Christian. That last game is that's going to be a pitiful game for them. Uh, but if they can win those last two, they'll sneak in and get that last playoff spot. So moving on to my little button here to Region Three, a uh, Division Four, or yeah, Region Three, Division Four, uh, District Four. I guess I said not Division, District Four. Uh, Corpus Christi's uh, seven and one, New Braunfels uh, uh, Christian Academy seven and one, the Atonement six and two, and uh, Corpus Christi St. John Paul the second. At four and three, and then Geneva and Kerrville, uh, three and five, three and four, and then Church John Paul, second to Guardians at two and six. Yeah, this was a unique district because they do have a. I think I have they have a district tournament, so seating was going to be very important on this, and this will determine who, you know, from what I saw on Twitter, like who you know, I'm sure like Corpus Christi is going to play Holy Cross and. You have your one versus eight, you know, your four versus five. And, you know, it's opportunity. Like I said, it's still an opportunity to get into one of the top four spots. Like whoever makes the semifinals pretty much guaranteed a playoff spot. And then even an opportunity even to still win a district title. So, like I said, we'll see how that that uh, that turn, that district tournament happens. I think I think it's probably going to be this this coming weekend. Taking here yet. Uh, it's being played right now. I, I right saw now. some results, but mm -hmm. I couldn't find an actual anything concrete to kind of explain what it was. Um, and not all teams had it, so it was you know it was a little scattered. So uh, unfortunately, schedule-wise, you know, technically there wasn't anything on the official team schedule um, that was consistent uh, for that here. Uh, along those lines, this is the boys, right? One second here. Yes. Division three, division four. I was trying to see. So, like on the, on so according to St. Joseph's uh, Academy, one second here. I'm actually looking for like the Atonement Academy, right? Mm hmm. So looking at their schedule, and this is what kind of confused me about it. 
in the first first round of district it says they lost to Our Lady of the Hills, but in the second round they play they beat uh, and this was on February 6th they beat uh, John Paul uh, to the shirt uh, JP2 shirts 10 and then they pay, play JP2 Corpus Christi in, in the third round um, so I just couldn't couldn't find anything that could, the like the brackets yeah with the brackets now looking at um you know, New Braunfels Christian Academy, they beat, you know, Holy Cross, they beat JP2 Corpus Christi, and they're to be determined on the 15th uh, for, you know, for the for the title here. Let's see, Carson Edward. Yeah, so they beat, you know, so the Corpus Christi and Carson Word Academy uh, beat JP2 uh, 1-0 and Our Lady of the Hills 6-1. So just the, there wasn't a rhyme or reason to be able to kind of figure out how how to how to how to court, uh, correlate it because you know um, uh, Geneva lost to JP two Corpus uh, one to five but beat Holy Cross and now they play Our Lady of the Hills so just uh, you know for me I, you know trying to do the legwork on here I couldn't couldn't figure out a rhyme or reason for it so moving over to the ladies uh St Agnes 8 no St Prius 8 and 3 Antonian 7 and 2 who you know who was your eighth ranked team uh in the power 15 uh Ignard word 4 and 4 uh you know uh, for that here so for the San Antonio teams uh they're going to make the playoffs uh probably as a mid seed here it looks like here cuz i don't think you know Antonian still has the possibility of moving into that second seed mm-hmm. um they play Concordia Lutheran, St. Agnes, and at uh, San Antonio and Carnandward. So that St. Agnes match would be a huge match for them to be able to go. St. Prius only plays one time at, at Houston and Carnandward uh, for that here as well. So you figure that they would win. Um, that would put them at approximately 9-3. and three. Um, So if Antonian was able to win their three matches, it is possible that they could move into that second slot. But they would have to beat a team that hasn't been beaten so far in district play at this point. Yeah, that, it, it'll be beneficial for them, especially the seeding. You know, we saw on the boys' side. You know, there'll be a benefit. You know, a benefit for the uh, uh, lady for Lady Apaches to get a good seeding. Carnaward needs to kind of, you know, kind of win some games. You know, to stay in that fourth seed. You know, you don't. You know, especially if you're the higher seed, I think you you do get to host the game. So that's that comes into play there, too. So whoever's the higher seed, you you get to host, and then having a home game is a really big a big thing for especially here in the Taps playoffs, especially the distance that you might have to travel too. So on the girls' side here, it's a little setup's a little bit different here uh, for that here. So only uh, you know the number one seed gets a bite. So Saint Agnes has it till the regional uh, for that here. Um, but uh, so in Carnivore would be. Uh, if they finish in the spot in the fourth slot, which I think you know most likely they will, they would be they'd probably they would host. I'm assuming because they're playing the one five mm-hmm. uh, Trinity Christian Academy out of Addison, and Antonian would play Nolan Catholic High School out of Fort Worth. So we know how uh, those schools travel uh, travel down. So and then they would get the re- uh, winner of uh, uh, Bishop Lunch High School out of Dallas or the Village School, which would most likely be Bishop Lunch, you know, away. So 
if they can get into that second slot, it already gets there, and then you're playing Concordia Lutheran or Parish Escobar out of Dallas, a four-five. You know, you know, somebody that finished four-five as opposed to, you know, somebody that finishes second in their district. That, you know, if they get by Nolan Catholic, so for Antonian to be able to get that, you'd be able to try to move up into that second slot, um, or actually second slot over there would get Pre uh, Preston uh, Prestonwood uh, Christian Plano. Mm -hmm. And then they would get John Paul second Plano or Incarnate Word out of Houston. So uh, sorry, they're, they're not. They don't have the ability to get to the first seeds. Uh, so that might be a better route for them to go through that. And uh, I know Incarnate Word probably have a, a tall task. You know, the, especially with the Dallas area teams for Taps. You know, they've 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 been them they've been dominating. You know this this uh, division. You know you have you know. Maybe it's uh, Ursuline won it last year, right? If yeah, Ursuline. But Ursuline's though they, they did lose to Salina, so they, they that just <laughs> shows that they're not they're not invincible. I mean, who knows? Saint Agnes could be, you know, they could be the team that you know challenges them. But like I said, yeah, Bishop Lentz. But you know, maybe Antonian gets a little good, little hot streak here, and and they're gonna have to knock. And like I said, with the where where that right now, they're gonna have to knock up some, some top teams. But if you can knock out some Tom teams, that's a great confidence booster going into the final. So moving on to uh, Region 2, Division 4 uh, for the girls. Uh, San Antonio Christians clicked, uh, clinched the number one seed. Uh, San Antonio St. Anthony, uh, 5 and 4. TMI, uh, you know, 5 and 2 uh, at this point here. So they've still got some matches. And then. Uh, Coach Cano, St. Mary's Hall, uh, four and four and four. So I think pretty secure in getting playoffs at this point. Victoria St. Joseph's one and five, zero oh and five. Uh, looking at the schedules, uh, San Antonio Christian uh, plays uh, St. Augustine and TMI. Uh, St. Anthony plays T uh, TMI. TMI has a busy week uh, at St. Jo St. Joseph, at St. Anthony's, and at Sa uh, San Antonio Christian. So. A lot of uh, away matches on there, uh, on there, and then St. Mary's just has the, the last one at uh, San Antonio, uh, St. Augustine. So I think I think he also has one. They also have one game pending with uh, with um I think with the, one of the Brownsville teams. That one of the Brownsville. Okay. Yeah. So that so they have two games pending, so they can still move up to that second spot. You know, if if, 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 if things break right. Yeah, because TMI still got to play San Antonio Christian. That's that's going to be a tough one. And St. Anthony. Yeah, and St. Anthony, um, you know, St. Anthony also could, you know, they can drop two and, you know, and they drop drop one and they can end up falling in their seed. So that's, you know, those three teams are showing the mix who can secure that second spot, which is going to be very important, especially the, here in the seeding for the playoffs. Yeah, so right now, if, if things were how they were, um, they and I believe they made this trip last last year, uh, St. Mary's Hall would be traveling over to Katy to play St. St. John XX111. So that's what, 23? I got the 23rd. St. John the 23rd. St. <laughs> John's the 23rd CP. Uh, in K if, if results held up here, TMI would play Lutheran South out of Houston. Um, San Antonio Christian would get the Emory Winer out of Houston. And St. Anthony uh, would play Fort Bend Christian out of Sugarland. Uh, for that here, so there's no bye weeks here. So the this the you know the region two D four will kick off on the twenty first uh, for that here based on you know the the pre uh, 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 the pre um, 
pre-tournament, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, not standings, uh, bracket, bracket, bracket. Was thinking, uh, for that here. So, so no, no bye weeks. So, uh, but you definitely don't want to be playing the number one seed out of, out of, out of district five. So, so yeah, it's important getting, like I said, in, you know, getting into the top two because it guarantees you a home game, a home playoff game in the, in the first round. And so, and then like that travel, you know, traveling out to Houston's a long, because it's a long way, you know, to well, go remember, serves me right. Last year, they had a tough match and, you know, I'm not saying that they were undone by, by a call, but, you know, there was, uh, uh, in talking with Coach Cano, you know, he felt that, you know, that, that uh, being away definitely impacted the result of that game. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just say, uh, along those lines here. And then moving to Region 3, uh, D4, uh, Shirts John Paul II, uh, number 19 uh, in uh, Rafa's power rankings, 7-0 Geneva. Um, wondering if we're going to have to start showing them a little bit of love. Oh, maybe. They'll, they'll probably get some love. 14-1, 7-1, New Brunfell uh, Christian, 4-3, uh, uh, the Atonement Academy hanging strong at 4-4, four and, four, and Holy Cross uh, outside shot of sneaking in at 2-3 uh, for it here. So uh, looking at the uh, – they're playing the district uh, tournament here, so let's see if I can try to make any sense out of – there's here. Uh, let's see here. Well, more likely the fair to win that if they are doing the comp the district tournament, it's going to be shirts JP the yeah. second because they actually went kind of went a little through the gauntlet, knocking off the Broncos Christian and Geneva because that was they had to Geneva's first loss. So, I'm yeah, sure, and, I'm sure. and and looking at the district tournament, you know, because Geneva looking here, uh, they played uh, what was well. Says district tournament John Paul two they won ten o um, and then in district tournament then uh, John Paul two oh so it's Corpus Christi John Paul two mm -hmm. uh, that they did, did and then they beat the New Braunfels Christian Academy six o um, it is scheduled on here February thirteenth uh, John Paul the second shirts um, at JP you know at John Paul uh, yeah at the home field for John Paul so. Um, I guess if Geneva wins, they would be in the number one seed based on, on what you're saying. If not, they're probably locked into the number two seed. Yeah. So I guess the one we need to look at is the Atonement Academy to see how. And New Braunfels Christian to see where they're at. Um, so. And I'm sure, I'm sure more likely they're probably, in, they're going to probably going to be in. So the, the Atonement uh played um holy cross beat them 2-0 uh lost to john paul two uh second the shirts one to six or six to one uh they play on tomorrow uh john paul is second out of corpus um for the third district and then it says for the third seed on the 14 on the 14th so um, I guess if they win that um, match against uh, John Paul the second corpus, then they would go for possibly for the third seed um, for that. Here's the third and four. So, so that would be with New Braunfels Christian. Uh, yeah, New Braunfels, Well, they have a game against Holy Cross, so yeah, most likely, yeah. 
So I'm assuming that those two would those two would play since the two two top teams played here. So, um, but Geneva and, and JP two pretty much locked in one two. Question of how how it'll finish, um, and then the Atonement Academy. Uh, you'd you'd have to figure that they're favored against Corpus Christi, Saint Paul, uh, or Saint John Paul II. Um, and San Marcos Academy seems like they're out, but the, the Atonement Academy and, and Holy Cross. Um, one of those two will will get in, and you know, or pardon me, New Braunfels Christian and, and Holy Cross. Uh, one of those two will get in. So. And then recently, one of the players from Geneva just scored her 100th goal. So congratulations yes. to her. So moving over to UIL here, uh, we're in district time uh, for that here. So uh, let's start out in the boys uh, region four, district 26. Bernie, uh, th uh, 3-0 in district. Davenport, 2-1. Fredericksburg, 2-1. Wimberley, uh, slipping down a little bit, 2-2. Two and two. Um, and then uh, Canyon Lake, 0-2. Uh, and, and, and Bandera, 0-3. Uh, looking at the schedule this week, uh, Wimberley plays Bernie, so another tough one for, you know, for them. And uh, Davenport plays Canyon Lake and travels to uh, Fredericksburg here. Uh, Bandera didn't have any matches scheduled here, but uh, your thoughts so far um, on the 26 boys? Uh, obviously, the Greyhounds uh, racing out to an early lead, it looks like. Yeah, that, that's what I was expected for them to to win this district. I know that has a couple of challenges, you know, maybe from Davenport and Wimberley. I'm not surprised Wimberley's kind of stumbled a little bit, but I think they'll bounce. But they got a tough one. They, it's I'm not saying it's a must win against at Bernie, but you know they really definitely need to get you know a, a positive result. Maybe like I said, even a tie to steal some points. But I think what you see on those four top, those four teams, those probably going to be your maybe your playoff teams. Canyon Lake, like I said, I know they're on two. They see they can bounce back from that. It's still a long season. Um, like I said, great start for Fredericksburg because they, you know, they struggled early on, but they were able to get a couple of quality wins. So, um, so it, it, this is a dogfight for this district's always a dogfight, even though Bernie's a, like I said, they're the defending back-to-back -back state champs. They're still going to get a challenge from some of these teams. They're, they're not going to roll over. They're going to give everything on. So, but it's a good start for Bernie. We'll see how the others do do as far as with the with the seedings with the two, three, and four. Moving to 27, Kennedy, 10-5-2, um, 2-0 in district. Lavernia only played one district game, 1-0. Uh, uh, Memorial, uh, Minutemen, your 14th seed, 1-1. One one. Gonzalez, Yoakum, and, and Foxtrack. Uh, very early district in, in, in the you know, time for 27B. Uh, Kennedy uh, possibly replacing Memorial as far as in the Rafa rankings or you know still to be determined. I think it's so to be determined. Um, I still think Lavernia is the, like I said, they actually Lavernia played Monday night. They had a big win over Fox Tech. Right. So like I said, they're two, they're two and zero. I don't know. Uh, have I got some some of the updates yet? But we will. Um, I, I think I think Memorial did beat I think Kennedy recently in, in district play. I believe. No. Or, or they or they just played. They I know they played recently. I'm not sure who got the win. Um, I think I think we'll see. I think Kennedy did beat Memorial. That that's the loss that they have. Hold on, I'll tell you here one second here. Mm -hmm. And like I said, these are through uh, Max Prep, especially on this this region, through mm -hmm. Max Prep. And I try to verify it a little bit through my essay. 
Uh, yeah, they lost on February 2nd to Kennedy 1-0 away. Uh, yeah. Did, did a, a, a memorial. So good win for them on that one. That's a, that's a rivalry game because they're in the same you know same school district. Uh, but Memorial plays uh, Lavernia. Uh, I'm looking at the schedule here. Uh, Lavernia plays uh, Memorial and at Gonzalez. Uh, Kennedy plays Yokerman at Fox Tech, and that's on the 15th. Uh, Memorial just plays at Lavernia uh, for that here, and then uh, you know for that here so. Um, Lavernia Gonzalez seems like it's kind of a sneaky trip uh, yeah. here where they're they may not get the classy wins, but looking at their scores, they play a very tight, very close game. Yeah, they've been a good team those last few years. They've 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 surprised they've surprised some people. Even in the last district they were in, you know, there I remember they talking to the Lavernia's coach a few uh, last year who mentioned about Gonzalez being a real scrappy team that, that gives fits and they've been giving fits in the playoffs. Um, looking at Lavernia's schedule, upcoming schedule, it's a there's it's an opportunity here, kind of kind of stretch, you know, spread them, you know, kind of separate themselves. If they can knock off Memorial and Gonzalez, you know, before they have that showdown with with Kennedy, and so that's going like I said, that's going to be probably the premier game for the for the, for those two to see who takes over this district. And Kennedy has the ability to play in you know Yokum and, and Fox Tech, uh, the two teams currently outside of the playoffs for you know for this district to be able to kind of distance themselves, to be able to kind of secure that playoff slot mm -hmm. as well uh, for that here. Moving to 28, Floresville, 3-0. Uh, Hondo Owls, you've been kind of on their ride saying keep a lookout. They got off to a 2-0 start. Pleasanton, you know, the other strong team, you know, based on uh, you know Rafa's uh, preseason predictions, 2-1. Uvalde, district play starting to show up. Uh, Somerset, Poteet, and Pearsall, uh, you know, actually – you know, we were kind of con concerned if they were going to play because they hadn't played any matches. Uh, came to district, they did play, and, and you know, it, it it wasn't pretty. You know, there's there's no way to sugarcoat it. Their first matches after teams have been playing six, seven, eight eight matches here or more uh, for that here to me, kind of a huge disservice to uh, to those kids. And I understand this is their first season. Um, and, and we saw that kind of last year with Hondo, uh, just kind of that learning curve. Mm -hmm. But you know, uh, to me, I'm kind of interested to go see that Poteet Pearsall match just just to see how it how it works out because somebody's got to win or you know along those lines. Yeah, like I said, uh, with, with this district, you know, you kind of had an idea who were you know you got some newer programs coming in. If you look at the district schedule, that Floresville Pleasanton game is going to be that's going to be a key. That's a key game there. Um, especially for with you know for playoff seating, Hondo Hondo has a good op you know opportunity to go four and zero. You know they can I'm sure they'll get a win at, against Pearsall. If they can knock off Uvalde, that's gonna, that's a big confidence booster for them, and they could be a threat for that district title against Floresville. Uh, like I said, even just to make the playoffs for their second yeah. year, you know, and I know this isn't the strongest district, but still, that's a great great. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, great accomplishment, you know, for the Honda boys. Yeah. Yes, Austin, I, I did the right intro this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for that here. So moving on to uh, the ladies under here. Uh, Region 4, uh, District 26, Bernie, uh, Wimberley, uh, Davenport, uh, you know, they were the 12th ranked team that had a little bit of a struggle um, at the start of district. 
Canyon Lake and uh, Great Hearts uh, Northern Oaks uh, got off to a 1-1 a start here, you know, kind of like the uh, Pearsall path of, of playing when district gets around uh, for the ladies here. So your thoughts on, obviously this is probably very top heavy with the top three, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, I'm assuming top four will most likely be set, uh, you know, barring you know, something unforeseen with Northern Oaks, correct? Yeah, I, I was. I'm a little surprised the Fairchurch is down, like kind of down. Um, they've had some real competitive teams, but like I said, uh, this was probably the one. Like I said, for four A girls soccer here in Region Four, this is probably the toughest district, and you're seeing it right there. Like I said, Davenport got a good result with that tie with you know with with Wimberley, uh, Bernie just chugging along. Um, it's like I said, it's going to come down to the, those three teams, you know, as far as for the district title. Come out, uh, Canyon Lake Lady Hawks. I think I think they'll they should have no problem snatching up that four spot. And Wimberley plays at Bernie Northern Oaks uh, for it here, and Davenport Canyon Lake Fredericksburg. Uh, Bandera is off. Uh, I'm not sure. I think both the boys and girls were off this week, which seemed a little bit odd, but uh... probably because of buys, playoff buys. Oh, not buys. I don't know because yeah, there's seven teams, so. But they should have a game. Yeah, they should have a game the following the week. week, though. Yeah, and and I'm sure there is. It just it was it, it was odd for me to see both of them, and they have played four games just like Bernie has. Uh, well, that key game is going to be Friday night, uh, Wimberley at Bernie. That's that's probably the one of the game of the weeks there, and that's going to that's going to determine who's kind of like the balance of power over that district. If Bernie can knock off, I know, like I said, Wimberley won the district last year. You know, is this the year Bernie kind of turns the tables on them and they went to the district? Moving to District 27 for the ladies here. Uh, Kennedy, 2-0. Lavernia, 1-0. SA Young Women's Leadership, 1-1. One one. Uh, Memorial uh, got their first win in district, 1-1. Uh, one one. Uh, Yoakum, Gonzalez, and Fox Tech just the bottom of this district, you know, like that four seed, you know, is, or even, you know, even the bottom, bottom two, I think the top two are, are very clear with Kennedy and, and uh, Lavernia. Um, but the bot, you know, bottom <laughs> Rafa, you know, you're, you're going to have to draw a name out of the hat for this one. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I think the class of the district is going to be Lavernia and, and the Kennedy mm -hmm. girls. Those surprised with young women's leadership, you know, they didn't do so last year. I think they probably got they maybe get they got it together you know this year they probably have a good squad and they're kind of chugging along here in district memorial I think what's helped them you know even though they're at one and eleven but like I said they're still one and one in district so they must have played some really tough non district games and that's key that could probably end up helping them you know as far as here in district play and uh, Yoakum's got two ties you know who knows what you know and that was you know one a team with below them one above them. Um, can't count them out, you know, they could surprise them, you know, they could sneak in and get that four spot. Same thing with the Gonzalez, they're within striking distance as well, too. So, but like I guess at the top it's still two, early. Are, uh, it's still uh, early, yeah. Lavernia plays three matches, Memorial, Fox Tech, and Gonzalez. Uh, Yokum plays at Kennedy. Uh, Fox Tech plays at Gonzalez, Lavernia. Uh, Young Women Leadership didn't have any schedule. Um, Fox Tech, Lavernia, uh, along those lines here. So, Lavernia's got a, a full week to kind of make up. Uh, you know, for like, I'm wondering if one. I'm wondering if one this Fox Tech match was a uh, makeup 
Although I don't yeah, know. If they, I think they played yesterday. I, I think they, they played Monday night, I believe. Okay. So, but according to the schedule, it's what they have here. Uh, here, twenty-eight uh, Pleasanton, three and zero. Floresville, three and zero. Somerset, two one and one. Uvalde, one and one, which was kind of a surprise after last year where they kind of ran this. Ando Poteet and Pearsall, uh, the, the three bottom teams. Up. Uh, just looking at kind of the schedules, the results so far here. I think the top four, you know, the order may not be set, but I think the top four teams are set, you know, for District 28. Yeah, for this district, I know, I know Pleasanton's always, like I said, they've had a good program for four of the last few years. Uh, they've always been in a dogfight with Uvalde. I'm a little surprised Uvalde has a loss, you know, but I think they'll bounce back. It's still early. Floresville, I think they're taking advantage of, you know, dropping out from 5A to 4A. Uh, I think that, I think, Playing that tough district they were in last year with Medina Valley and Southwest and South and in Harlandale, you know it's in McCollum it's helped them. So they're they're, they're probably like I said they're going to be a contention. Uh, surprises Somerset Somerset girls, you know at two one and one, you know some good results there and we'll see how if they can keep it up and see get uh, get a playoff spot at the end. So uh, Uvalde lost to Pleasanton. So uh, that is why they they have the, uh, the the L. So they went up against one of the top teams, in, you know, per Rafa, and, and unfortunately came up a little bit short uh, for that here. So, um, which you know, Pleasanton's the class of the division. You know, you know, you know, you know I guess would be kind of expected here for that here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uvalde gets Somerset, Hondo, Pleasanton gets uh, Floresville. Uh, Somerset, uh, Pierce Luggets, uh, ooh, Hondo and Poteet this week here. So that, that'll be interesting to see how that bottom shakes out um, for that here, uh, through that here. So any anything schedule-wise stick out to you at this point? or That Pleasanton-Floresville game, that, that's going to be for for that district league right there. You know, you know can, can Floresville knock off Pleasanton and take charge of this, you know, kind of separate themselves you know, in this district for the district lead, I'm sure the round two game is going to be just as good. But you know, if you can steal away a you know a game away away, it's it's going to be helpful towards the end. So moving to five A, uh, Smithson Valley, uh, twelve and zero, undefeated, number three in the power rankings, possibly moving up, maybe. Uh, Absolutely, Como, <laughs> Como Piper, eleven and two, four and zero, maybe some love for them. Uh, Canyon Cougarettes, uh, three and one, uh, number 14th, uh, Burning Champion, two, one and one, Kerrville Tyvee off to a slow start in district at one, two and one. They were the 15th ranked, uh, uh, you know, in, in the Rafa power, power ranking here. So we'll have to see if, if they're, if they, uh, stay in, if maybe with a good week or if they're going to slide out, um, followed by Wagner Veterans Memorial and Seguin, uh, for that here. But, uh, I know you went up to, uh, you know, Como Piper and, and saw the, the Lady Warriors. Uh, your thoughts from the trip? Uh, I was up there earlier in the year. Uh, you know, to me, one of the best you know, f- new facilities. And, and I know Texas is doing a lot of nice new facilities, but that one, that one was nice. So, and, and they're showing uh, on the field both the boys. You know, we haven't got to the boys yet, but the boys are doing pretty well as well. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great. Great experience. This was my sec- second time going to that because last year me and Coach Cano went to the playoff game for Reagan and Spencer Valley last year. Um, I was very impressed by the uh, the Lady Lady Warriors. They 
dominated game, uh, dominant game versus the Vernon Memorial Patriots. For a very young team, they've really, you know, this for them being the first year on varsity, very impressed. Like I said, the sky's the limit with this team. They they're gonna surprise some teams, and and they're probably the one team you may not want to play in the playoffs, you know, because they have the pedigree. You know, saw a lot of the movement, the touch of the ball, the technical play, and they had a big win last last night against um, Comal, uh, the the Canyon Cougars, the Canyon Cougars, which 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 I've seen Canyon play too, and they're a great team too as well. So to go on the road to Canyon and knock and, and get a win, that's that's impressive, and we'll see it once once further down the road when they have that showdown with with, with their sister school with Swinton Valley. Um, Canyon, like I said, there's a little bounce back from that loss. Um, what I'm a little concerned about is with Bernie Champion. You know, they've struggled. I know they played a really probably one of the most brutal schedule, pre-district schedule you can think of. Um, you know, I know they had a little setback, but I, I think they'll still be in the mix. And the, I'm a little disappointed with Tyvee, Ty you know, Tarna. Like I said, maybe they'll bounce back, you know, with a win over Wagner. But, yeah, Bernie Champion versus Piper this weekend, that's the key game there. If Piper can get a win on that game, that's gonna that's gonna be a big notch on their you know you know on their belt there as far as key wins and so forth. So I think we lost Harry there, <laughs> but that's that's a great like I said it's a, one of the toughest districts for five A. Um, you know you have four quality teams there. Like I said, you have a regional you have a regional finalist. I mean, well the team that won the region, which was burning champion. I think they'll bounce back. I think they'll get things together, but Spencer Valley's just rolling along too as well. Yeah, hold on a minute here. There we go. And then to me, I don't know if yep. you saw this, but uh, burning champion plays uh, Como. Uh, Spencer Valley on Valentine's Day. Well, uh, they play that and then. And uh, Piper beforehand. Yeah, it's, it's, they they got they have the uh, it's gonna their, be a, that's not get easier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th I mean, this is it. This is the week for them to really like. So these two games, you know, to kind of bounce back. You know, if you, they can steal one at Piper and 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 win one at home against Vincent Valley, they're back in it. You know, but if they lose these two games, you know, it, it's it's a big setback for them. Um, you know, that'll keep Kerrville Tyvee alive. You know, to fight for that four spot. Well, Kirby uh, Tyvee has an interesting thing, too, because they get Wagner, which you, you would expect that they would win. Mm -hmm. But if they could upset Com uh, Piper, that puts them kind of back in the mix. Yeah, they're getting Piper, back in the mix. Depending on yeah, how so it's or Bernie Champion. Yeah. But to me, like I said, I think right now the clear fairer, and now it's been some valley, but just keeping your eye on the Piper. And then a little shout-out to them, to the parents, too, after the game, you know, showing some love, support. You know, thank you, guys. Also, they send me a lot of stuff on Instagram, so thank you for the Piper parents. So, you know, good luck to you guys in this coming week. But like I said, this district, you know, what can you say? It, it's it has it's loaded with talent. You know, is Piper your new Dripping Springs? No, uh, <laughs> you know, I I think it's Smithson Valley. You know, Smithson Valley. I think it's, it's Smithson Valley. They're part of my new Dripping Springs. But don't count out the other three, you know, other three teams because you saw what Bernie Champion did at uh, Dripping Springs on the playoffs. So I think with these, you're, you're playing high caliber games that you'll probably see in the playoffs, it's going to get you ready for that. And 
you know, don't be surprised these four teams can, you know, do some damage, you know, in the playoffs and maybe have all four of them in the regional quarterfinal. So moving to Region 4, District 27 for the girls, uh, Alamo Heights, 6-0. Jefferson, 5-1. MacArthur, 5-2. Uh, Edison, Highlands, 3-2, three 3-3. And, three and, three. and then it kind of dips from there with Burbank, Sam Houston, Brackenridge, and, and Lanier. Uh, Lanier's, uh, you know, off to a rough rough start here. Hopefully they can get a victory somewhere in district to, to put one on, on the on the, on the win column here. But, uh, out the, you know, everybody predicted Alamo Heights would, would, would you know, was, was going to run away with it. And, and they haven't quite ran away with it. But, uh, you know, Jefferson and MacArthur are, are kind of hanging in there. Uh, looking at the schedule, Alamo Heights plays Brackenridge, Sam Houston. Um, MacArthur plays at Highlands. And. Jefferson plays at Brack uh, this week here. So, your thoughts on twenty-seven girls? Well, Alamo Heights kind of made a statement last night with a four-one or four-zero win over MacArthur. That was that was kind of like the key game for that district, you know, to see where MacArthur was going to be at. And like I said, they've already got two losses. Like I said, with the top two teams in the district, no shame on that. So. Uh, Jefferson, we'll see if they can bounce back. I know they'll have, they'll have another showdown with Alamo Heights, but I still think Alamo Heights is going to probably run away with this district. Um, Edison, it's going to be. I think it's going to come down to Edison and Highlands as far as that four spot. I, I think Edison has the edge because they were a playoff team last year, very good team too as well. They had had some they had some good wins. So uh, keeping on them, they could surprise you know they could surprise MacArthur or even Jefferson at any time. And second here, if we're looking at 28 Southwest, uh, 3-0-1, uh, Medina Valley, 3-1, Harland, 2-1-1. Uh, and, uh, and then it kind of jumbles up with the Southside, Southwest Legacy, McCollum. Um, even South Sand got a, you know, got a point here and uh, Eagle Pass uh, win uh, on the outside looking in, but you know, a, couple of, a couple of good results uh, could change that. Uh, Harlandale gets at uh, Eagle Pass on on um, Saturday, and then Southwest on Valentine's. That that's going to be a big match, especially on, on the boys' side. Uh, Medina Valley gets Southwest Legacy and Southside here. Um, let's see here, Southwest gets South Sand and Harlandale uh, for that here. But uh, your thoughts on twenty eight? Yeah, I'm a little surprised the Southwest got a got a tie. <laughs> you know. I don't know who they tied. Was it was it Harlan? It's not Harlan. They might have gone with probably Southside, I believe, because they just recently played them. I can tell you here one second here. Let's see here. Region 4, 5A, 28. Oh, no. 5A, 28. Oh, hold on, it's giving me a mess here. Girl Slacker, Southwest. Southwest Drew. Let's 
Why am I not pulling this up? Ah. I don't know why I'm struggling all on this one. Yeah, it had to be had to be Southside on the seventh. Mm -hmm. Hold on, let me go back to Max Prep. Make sure, oh, my boys, let me get to switch the girls. I wish there was a little bit easier way to. Yeah, I'm looking at here. Yeah, they did tie with Southside. They tied actually zero zero, which was a surprise there. According to Max Prep, so yeah, according to Max Preps, yeah, they tied zero zero. So yeah. Yeah, well, it's got to be because there's a score reported. If there was no score um, through the hair, so which is which is what bodes well for Medina Valley because they had a close game with Southwest, even though they had a loss with them. That's a, like I said, they're still only a half a game behind them, so that 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 could that could come back and hot in Southwest in that in, the, in that second round because if Medina Valley can knock them off at home. They, they can leapfrog them into you know in the lead for that district title. So it's it's going to come down to those two teams, and then the, the you know like I said Harlandale. I think they're bouncing back. Great result for Southside. You know get to t get a tie with the district leader, was probably one probably consecutive district games for for a while. That right kind of a little first blemish on them. Um, Legacy. I mean they're still in the hunt. Same thing with McCollum. So like I said, at Southside and Southwest Legacy, McCollum will be in the hunt for the last playoff spot. Even South Sand's still in it, yeah. uh, as as well here. Yeah, they weren't within points. Yeah. So we, we are, Eagle Pass is really you know with three losses, really the only one that's and even then, you know with that fourth slot, still still within striking distance. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. We are going over that. So moving to the boys' side here, Piper, uh, 15th rank. I have a feeling they're going to be moving up. 13, 2, and 1, 4, and 0. Burning Champion, 13th, 7, 0, and 2, 4, and 0. Uh, Smithson Valley, 9, 5, and 1. They're, they're starting to heat up, 4, and 0. Uh, Canyon, 2, and 2. Uh, Kerrville, Wagner, Seguin, uh, Veterans Memorial. Um, all goose aids so far in, in the win column here at this point here. So this seems like a district that's very heavy at the top, and you know, you know, you know, it'll be interesting with Kerrville and, and Canyon to see if they can kind of you know get you know get some pelts uh, pelts on there outside of the, the top top three. Yeah, we got a big game coming up this week with Piper at Bernie Champion. That's for for the district lead right there. Uh, Piper can make a statement here. Good to go to Bernie, steal one from them, and. And then to go to Kerrville again the following week, get another big win to kind of cool. to kind of start distancing themselves a little bit. Burning champion though with Piper and Smithson Valley though, right? Yeah, that's that's two four. That basically, Burning champion gets both of the the you know other two that are four and zero as well this week. So, you know, they could literally drop down to back to the four spot. If, let's say if Canyon gets, you know, their two win, they say, well, they got Smithson Valley, so that's a that's gonna be a tough one for them. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, but they can still be in, in, in you know, in range for that fourth spot, you know, with maybe a one game. You know, like I said, Bernie Champion is going to have to run the gauntlet here this this next two games. and But they can make a statement here. I know last year was a disappointing season, but if they can win these two games, you know, you know they'll have uh, control of that district lead. But like I said, Piper's been on a roll. It's going to be a great game, on, on, you know, this, this weekend for them. And 
uh, can you know, I don't know if Kerrville and Wagner kind of dug themselves already a big hole to catch up to that four spot. We'll see. It's you know, like I say, it's still early, but you know, when you're down three, you know, lows three games in district play, it's it's tough to kind of you know to come up, especially the, with the you still have to play some of the t- the top the top teams above ahead right. of you. Do do you give Kerrville do you give Kerrville any shot to try to catch Canyon, or you think there is a, a little bit of a you know, that, that gap might be too big in this district to make up. They're going to have to knock off one of the top four teams. They're going to have to either get some points, like a tie or a win, you know, to to really kind of dig in because I'm sure they can uh, – those games, you know, the teams be behind them, which is Wagner. Wagner, Seguin, and Veterans Those, those are probably win- winnable here. games for them, but they're going to have to knock off some teams ahead of them in order to get that – try to get that four spot. Try to make up those games. So moving to uh, 27 boys, Alamo Heights 7 and 0, uh, Brackenridge 5 and 1, uh, Jefferson 5 and 1, uh, Edison 4 and 1, uh, the Brahmas 3 and 4, the Hurricanes uh, from Sam Houston 2 and 4, Burbank, and then Lanier and Highlands uh, for that here. And hopefully Highlands can get a, get a win in district to, to get one in, in, the, in the W column. But uh, Six ranked for uh, Alamo Heights, uh, class of this division, you know, like we expected here. Uh, Brackenridge, Jefferson, any surprises or kind of what you expected? They're all kind of in there as well, just because they're, you know, they're four and one. Yeah. The one I'm surprised is like maybe Lanier and, and Sam Music, which were two playoff teams last year. You know, the right strug- yeah, they're struggling right now. Edison, like I said, I think ever since that game, that, that comeback win against uh, Davenport, the one I got to live stream, I, I think that's built built confidence for them. But like I said, they they got some tough games coming up. Like Breckenridge got got some tough ones. They got a, they got Jeff and they got Alamo Heights. You know, so oh, that wow. that could yeah. they could drop. You know, <laughs> they could drop a couple places there. Uh, Edison, like I said, they could. Uh, you know, I think they can take care of business with Sam Houston, and then we'll see from there to kind of move up. The, I think the key for here is for these, you know, for Brack, Jeff, and Edison is trying to get that second seed. You know, it's, that's going to be very important because they're going to have host, to, right? Yeah, that way you can host, yeah. And especially since they're going to run into that with 28-5A, it's important that you can host one of those games. So speaking of 28-5A, Harlandale fifteen one and one is, is this kind of the southwest story of a couple of years ago, where you know they've got you know just a you know great record, but uh, you mentioned light on the resume. Southwest the number three team 11, 11 and one uh, four and zero. Oh. Uh, Legacy uh, three and one uh, Eagle Pass win three and one. Medina Valley you know a little bit shocking at one two and one uh, I would have thought, and then South Sands South Side and McCollum uh, you know, struggling. Um, in district play, you know, you and I have kind of circled this match for a while. Harlandale Southwest on Valentine's Day mm-hmm. uh, for that here. Um, you know, each you know, uh, you know, with Harlandale happen to travel to Eagle Pass, does that play any any part into it or no? Just you know, I know it's a bus ride. You know, you, know, you figure a day trip, yeah. you know, nothing major, but uh, does that play a part? Well, that could be a trap game for them because you look at CC Win. You know they're they're in the mix as far as in the playoff spots, and to go down there to Eagle Pass, you know they could surprise. You know they had a big win this past weekend. They could surprise. 
you know, Harlandale. Harlandale, maybe, you know, they cannot look past CC1, you know, for the game coming up with Southwest. And that could be their trap game. Um, like I said, I'm looking for like that South. Like I said, we'll see what Harlandale has going into with Southwest. But keep an eye on CC1. You know, like I said, they may throw a mucking wrench on Harlandale that, you know, hopefully they haven't, you know, they got to be focused. You know, you can't take anybody lightly. You know, I think I think this this district's really improved as you can see from you know the from years the depth, before. Yeah. yeah, it's it's more there's more depth and there's more competitiveness on, on this district. So there are not going to be any gimme games um, this time around. Um, so like I said, and then also I'm a little surprised with even Medina Valley kind of struggling a little bit, but they got two winnable games coming up. They try to get bounced back. Um, South Sand, I know they dropped down from from 6A to 5A, but they got a tall task on, on Friday against South at Southwest. So, so I'm, I'm, I don't see and Southwest should take care of business on that game. Should. And, and like I said here, um, I asked you this up front, up front here, you know, just mm -hmm. for the Hollandale fans here, because they did have them rated 10th so looking at the schedule. Um, does that, you know, does that automatically mean they're going to move up? Because there has been, you know, some movement throughout the uh, Rafa Power 15 and with the 15-1-1 record. One of the, uh, one of probably the best records over, you know, in in, in the area. Uh, but uh, Rafa, you know, basically is giving the, uh, giving Harlandale the Southwest treatment uh, of about <laughs> two to three years ago where, you know, they haven't played anybody uh, allegedly uh, for that here. So, but uh uh, for Rafa's rankings, just letting you know, Harlandale, a lot's riding on this week. This week, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot riding, riding this week. week. You come away with four points between, you know, uh, you know Eagle Pass win and and uh, Southwest. I, I think you might improve if you come away with just three points or less. So uh, we'll see if you, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, Southwest hasn't lost a district game maybe, what, three, three four years? Yeah, they've, I, it's we, we've been we've been doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's got to be a, two. It's got to be at least three years. Yeah, since the was, pandemic. Yeah, because it was before you and I had discussions about because I've always been Team Southwest mm -hmm. about hey they should be rated higher um, in your rankings and you're like but they haven't played and then when it comes playoff time prior to last year they always had that early 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 knockout now last year they uh went i think probably appropriate uh you know as far as expectations um you know they, they had a winnable game you know where, where they could have moved on but it was a respectable way to go out in the playoffs i think it was what third round where they went out they lost a, actually lost the second round i think to georgetown no oh, georgetown so but they beat the team in the valley which uh, i think they played a team in the valley last year right uh no, they played someone from twenty-eight, from twenty-seven, five A, but the year before they lost to the Valley team, which they should have won that game. So, but so this is a district that I'm a little bit soft on. Um, uh, Matt mentioned the the uh, South San Harlandale will be a good rivalry battle uh, for that era. So, uh, South San's got to get a little bit better record there, Matt. I hate to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to 6A uh, for that here. So looking at the boys, uh, we'll, we'll just ignore Cibolo Steel here. That was the 11th ranked team here, uh, and it's only one district game played. But uh, uh, Jetson and New Braunfels Unicorns, uh, each one to know. Uh, Clemens and San Marcos drew their match. Um, and Steel and uh, East Central 
0-1-1. Looking at the matchup here, still plays uh, San Marcos in East Central. Um, Judson's get Clemens, which is a rivalry game, and San Marcos uh, for that here. So, poor you know, poor East Central getting New Braunfels and Steel. So uh, tough ma- tough matchups for them. But uh, your thoughts on? 27 boys, and this is the district I say every time. Dripping Springs should be in it, but you know, we'll let that go. Yeah, I think you know, I'm surprised with Steel. You know, they started out well, but you know, to get an early district loss, you know, that, that's a little surprising. Um, I, I think, I think it's this is this is probably wide open with five teams on it, honestly. I still want to give the edge to New Braunfels for what they did last year. I think they're still a great team. Uh, Clemens, I'm surprised that they tied San Marcos because I went to see them play against Kennedy and, you know, they technically wise, they were great. They touched well. They have a really good fi- a forward. He's very physical, knocks people off the ball. Kind of reminds me of, of Hulk from mm-hmm. the one from Brazil, you know, just knocking them off and getting shots. I'm a little surprised about the, about that tie. And, but this, is this, this district is a little surprising. That's it's, it's going to be, that's wide open. And, but I'm still giving the edge to New Braunfels. I think they're going to end up squeaking, you know, pulling this one out. Judson, like I said, this could be the year for them to get back in the playoffs. You know, you know, if you know, was still struggling, you know, down down the stretch. So it, it's going to be a, a wacky one. But then, like I said, they have to play the the District 28 6A for the playoffs. So we'll see how they stack up with them. Is this come, district? Come and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but mm-hmm. is this district a little bit? Um, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, kind of underperforming um, for here because when you look at the records, all of them are around mm-hmm. 500 or a losing record. Doesn't seem like there's really any dominant teams compared to other districts, you know, where, where there's at least one dominant team in the district, or is it just that this district is so evenly split, you know, with, with the, you know, with the athletes that, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a, a, you know, Talent wise, it may not have the elite teams, but you've got, you know, I think you said five five teams here, and, and you know that that are really average to above average type you know, type teams. Does that make sense? Yeah, they might. Like I said, they may be underperforming, but you know, they they've probably say played some teams that they were are you know a lot tougher competition or come from real tougher districts, which is good for them because, like I said, you're going to see that in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm a little surprised, you know, like for me, like when the Brothels, I had a look for what they did the last couple of years. I, I already thought they would be kind of like a little bit lot higher, you know, especially with, the, you know, with the record, you know, you know, but they did get like I said, they did get a good good win on the, you know, for the start for district play. So I, I think they'll sort things out, but you know, like I said, they are aren't like I said seeing these teams they are underperforming and hopefully hopefully they'll, like I said, they'll get it together, you know, now that they started district play. As you mentioned, uh get it get it worked out now during district and if you finish in the top four, and like I said here, we, we figure, you know, what two thirds of the teams will will do that, obviously, out of six teams. If you get hot at the playoffs, that's all that matters. You know, they don't yep. remember how you do during the regular season for the most part. Uh, looking at 28, uh, Lee, um, uh, five, oh, and two, surprisingly, uh, for Rafa's number one team, Brandeis, uh, the four seed, six, oh, and one, Johnson, uh, four, one, and two, Reagan Rattlers, five, one, and one, uh, Churchill, Madison, Clark, Marshall, and then Roosevelt. This one got updated real late just because, uh, you know, when I was looking at mysanantonio.com, they didn't have some of the matches from yesterday, but we kind of pieced it together. So that's why. 
Uh, Reagan is, should technically be in third, and Johnson should be uh, in fourth here. Uh, and Matt's already calling you out, saying Johnson needs more respect. Oh, you got to beat the big teams, huh? uh, not, not tie them. <laughs> uh, like I said, well, well, last night, like I said, Johnson got a good result. I mean, they tied, they tied lead zero zero. So, I mean, that's it. I mean, you stole points from the district leader there, uh, but. You know, in this district, you really need you need you need wins. You know, if you want to separate yourself, but those four teams, you know, in the top four, I think, you know, I think there's those class, are the ones. Yeah. Th yeah, those are the class of the teams. I'm a little surprised with you know Churchill's was struggling. Um, you know, I know they had a win yesterday. They, they had they squeak one by Marshall three to two. Um, Reagan Lee, had a Reagan had a little tough time with with, with uh, Roosevelt. They they got by two nil two nil on there on there. So uh, some of these teams are not kind of rolling over. They're not going to roll over. Uh, like I said, they're going to fight. And it, it, like I said, these are these are no no gimmies in this district. So, but as far as like I said, the the top fours are probably going to be more like going to be your playoff teams. But we'll see towards the second. Like I said, like last year, towards the second half of the district play. We started to see who really kind of took control of that district, which last year, which was Reagan last year. So to me, Reagan and Brandeis is, is a huge match. And then, yeah. uh, you know, if you're talking about Churchill trying to get back into it, they get, you know, at Lee and at Madison this week here. So um, tough week to do it uh, for here. I think Madison, you know, they should probably be able to do, uh, be able to do, but, you know, get the Rafa's uh, number one ranking, at least based on the last uh, power ranking here. Uh, if, if they can pull that off, then, then obviously they jump back into the discussion. But, you know, to me that, that, you know, four versus nine match, uh, based on last week, you know, last week's rank or two weeks ago's rankings, uh, is, is the match to watch in district 28. Yeah. If Brandeis wants to kind of make a move, this is the game for them. And, you know, right now Reagan's kind of been struggling. I, I don't know. It's been, it's injuries. I, I know. I think their top keepers out. Um, so I don't know what some of the pre-district plays. Like I said, I did get to see them play against Clark, and they struggled for a little bit with them. And then they had that setback with Lee, that three-nothing loss. But you know, Brandeis once again and kind of jump into you know the, with the you know into the district league. This is the game they need to win against Reagan. Make a kind of make a statement here. Say hey, you know we're we're going to contend. So this is going to be a great game. So if you don't and I do anything Friday night, head out there to go watch that game, and it's, it's going to be intense. 29, Harlan, uh, 8-0, and then... Uh, is everybody else? Everybody else, yeah. Warren, Warren uh, you know, I think it has stepped up during uh, district play, 4-2-1, uh, and two and, one, and congratulations to Warren. They beat uh, AJ's team, uh, you know, the JVs uh, from Stevens today, 2-0, in, in, in a tight match uh, for that here. So congrats to the Warren JV boys um, team here. Brennan at four two and one, O'Connor uh, four three and one, John Jay three three and one, Holmes two three and one, uh, Taft at, at two four and one. That's kind of coming back after early struggles to, through here. Um, I hate to say it, Stevens and and Soto Mayor probably you know probably not really having much of a shot this year um, unless things turn around. Although you know Stevens does have three draws, but. Uh, to me, it's Harlan, and you know who. Uh, if they continue, you have to wonder if they make that stop because uh, they were at two and there was a draw with Lee. If if they maybe make that that step, or you got Smithson uh, Smithson Valley right on their their feet, which uh, 
you know, if they pull up uh, the, the, the wins that they have coming up this week here, that'll be an interesting discussion. But Warren, Brennan, O'Connor, John Jay, Holmes, uh, what says the, the great Rafa? Or, or actually, before we do that, Harlan plays Taft and Brennan. John Jay plays Brennan O'Connor. Warren plays Sotomayor and Holmes. So you, you figure probably two wins there. Taft gets Harlan. Uh, yeah, that Jay Brennan game is going to be a tough one. That, that could that that one could tell as, as far as like, you know, and and getting in the hunt with the playoffs. If John Jay can get that win over Brennan, they'll get back. They're right back in it, and actually they'll be tied. I think, you know, with with Brennan. And and out. man, I ask you uh, this question here: Do you think Soto needed uh, need 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 uh, needed time to get better or more advanced players? I know you and I kind of talked about this. Um, I think it was after the last uh, mm-hmm. SA or uh, SAFC or San Antonio fan cast. I think I got mm-hmm. that right uh, for that here. Your thoughts on Sotomayor? I know we talked about them jumping directly into 6A and, and not doing having a year in 5A or maybe playing JV along, along those lines here because, you know, they are a first-year school and they do not have any upperclassmen, right, or maybe a few juniors. I but... think there's a couple of juniors. They're mostly freshmen and sophomores on this squad. So it's uh, – and it's going to be – it's going to show, you know, they don't have the experience maybe to these – like these other teams, you know, but – Give them maybe a year, like maybe about two a year. Next year they may improve. Like I said, since they'll have some chemistry together, um, I'm sure in two years they sh- should be able to compete. You know, for one of those playoff spots. You know, and uh, and that's you know maybe they could have taken a different route. You know, you know maybe playing a JV schedule this year and then jumping in next year to play varsity. Kind of like what Piper did, Piper did, which is I think mm-hmm. it's that's paying off for them. You know, just to kind of build a chemistry, even though playing a JV schedule, it still helps build chemistry with the team. Um, well, plus, you build that confidence of winning, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing that you know that's the thing that you have to worry about um, with, with the athletes here. And I know every year is a different year, but you know, struggling through a season. You know, I did that when I played high school sports many many years ago. It's tough, and then to be able to kind of get that mentality that 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 um, you know that that history, that tradition of the school, kind of turned around. You know, if you can start out and and you know, you, let's say you have even a 500 first year against JVs, or even a little bit better than that, that at least gets you some confidence. Where you know, if you finish last, you know, let's say that you know they get one, you know, one win or two wins in, in district. That's a little bit, you know, a little bit tough to swallow sometimes, you know, now it is, you know, they are young and I'm pretty, you know, hopefully their coaches kind of set that expectation. Hey, saying this year is going to be a struggle. This year is about getting that experience, about learning that, learning the ropes uh, along those lines here. But. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think next year they'll be improved. But, you know, even even playing them now, you still can't take them lightly because, right. you know, they can piece it together and, and, and knock you off. And especially in this district, you know, you can't, you can't, taking them anyone lightly because that one loss could, you know, we saw like last year, you know, a loss could knock you off of a playoff spot or a seating or even a district title. Uh, but like for this district, like I said, Harlan, Harlan's like I said, they're, I think they're, they're way ahead of everybody. So but, they're kind of like Alamo Heights kind of in it, you know, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, mm-hmm. you know, with the other people that are in Alamo Heights district, but 
going in, it was Alamo Heights and then everybody else. And then yeah. this district's kind of Harlan, at least for this year. This year's Harlan and then everybody else, at least on the boys' side. Yeah. And like I said, I, I know the last game, Harlan, Harlan struggled a little bit. Actually, actually, they were behind. They had to come back and win. So, like I said, you can't take anybody lightly, you know, especially now they're going to start. Uh, I think they're a couple games away from starting the second round of district play because they started right away early on. Just like uh like twenty like twenty six like twenty six uh, a, um, you know, Harlan, you know, if they can get some more wins, they can really kind of distance themselves. I know they play early on in that second round with Brennan and O'Connor. They can get those quality wins, and you know, they can probably clinch that district title out sooner, you know, than you know a lot earlier than you know than last year. So. But it's gonna it's gonna be a dogfight, I think, for those for those the last three playoff spots. It's gonna come down to Warren, Brent O'Connor, Jay. I think even Holmes, you know, Holmes is still mm-hmm. in striking distance. I, I think they had a good don't sleep on draft. Telling you, yeah, don't sleep yeah. That's them too. If they can kind of piece it together too, you know, you never know what can happen. It's a, it's about getting getting hot at the right time. And if you can get her out on that time and start win, get that little winning streak. It's going to pay off dividends, especially getting to the, in the playoffs. So moving to the ladies, uh, District 27, New Braunfels, uh, 1-0 in District, Shirts 1-0. East Central, Judson hasn't played, uh, you know, Rattlers and, and still lost here. Um, looking at the standing, their schedule here, uh, Cibolo plays, uh, still plays San Marcos in East Central. Uh, Judson plays Clemens and San Marcos, so a rivalry match uh, right off the bat for Judson and Clemens. Um, your thoughts on this one here? Uh, San Marcos got a tough uh, opening slate here with At Steele and Judson, or yeah, uh, well, I'm I'm surprised it was Steele struggling because, like I said, I went to go see them play. Uh, I know they were missing players. There's some talent in that in that squad. I know they tied a really tough Valley team from Los Fresnos. They tied zero zero. I'm a little surprised they had that little setback. Um, I think they can bounce back from it. Um, I don't know if there was a result between East Central and, Con- and Judson last night. I guess they haven't posted that, so we'll find out who, who won that game. Uh, I still think New Braunfels is the is going to be between New Braunfels and Clemens as far as the district title. I'm concerned. I think those are your two, probably your two top programs for that district, and then. The last two playoff spots can come down. Actually, I think it may come down to those four teams. You know, I think it's pretty wide, kind of like the boys. I think it's pretty wide open. So looking at the 28, uh, Lee, 6-1, six, six Johnson, 6-1, Reagan, 6-1. Uh, then kind of a drop. Clark at 4-3-1. Brandeis, 3-2-2. Two, two. Madison, 2-3-2. Two, and, and then probably, I think, another drop. With uh, Churchill, Marshall, and Roosevelt, uh, I think this is the one where Matt has 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 a little bit more bone to, to kind of pick with Johnson. Uh, you know, we're going to start to see a little bit of love for you know for the Lady Jaguars uh, on the next Rafa rankings. Maybe. Uh, well, they had a big <laughs> win this this yes last night. They knocked off knocked off uh, Lee three 0 which is was is a great result for them. You know, I, I don't think anybody was expecting it because Lee has the Lee girls have been playing well. Yeah, um, and they've been dominating, but to have a loss, and I saw some of the goals, uh, which I did retweet on our on our Twitter page. Some great goals were scored. Um, great confidence booster for the Johnson Jaguars. I, I think I think they were, they struggled early on because they had some injuries, 
you know, some players out. Um, but you're starting to see them that kind of come around in the district play. And like I said, it's a three, it's a three horse race for this district, for this district title. And um, the fourth spot, um, I, Clark's trying to kind of, you know, Clark struggled early on, but I think they're starting to kind of get things together. I know they, they're a little young this year because last year they had a really great team. You know, I think graduation kind of hit them, but I think they're coming along. And it's going to come down to between, I think, them and Brandeis. And if you look at the schedule here, you got a big game there, Reagan and Brandeis. Reagan and Brandeis, yeah. That's a, that's a big game for Brandeis if they want to get back into the playoff uh, the playoff hunt. Uh, I think Lee should take care of Churchill. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnson, uh, they got to be careful with Madison. Madison, you know, Madison could surprise some teams. I think Madison is also trying to get in the mix and that, you know, mm-hmm. In that four spot, so like I said, there's a probably like a three team race between Clark, Madison, and Brandeis for that last playoff spot, and then the top three are, are those are the, those are going to be your contenders for that district title. Moving to 29, uh, Taft, uh, your number one team still undefeated, 11 and one. Uh, the Lady O'Connor Panthers, 11 and three, six and one. Brendan Bears, uh, five and two. Uh, Warren and uh, Sotomayor on the ladies' side uh, being very competitive, four and three. Uh, for that here, uh, John Jay, uh, Holmes, uh, Stevens, and Harlan. If if I remember right, Har- uh, Sotomayor pulled quite a bit from Harlan, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's probably where you're seeing some of that. Because uh, Harlan previous years had been fairly consistent, you know, uh, up at the top. And this year, yeah, they're a playoff team last year. Well, they went deep last year. No, they uh, lost in the first round last they? year to to Del Rio, which which is a oh, game they right. should. That was a surprising. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, which that was a game they, they should have won. I th- I think they outplayed them. They just couldn't. They just couldn't score. And I think this is the same situation. I've seen them a couple times. They're having trouble scoring, getting you know creating opportunities and so forth. And and then maybe also they may like I said the graduation you know. Graduation and also the with the Mayor opening maybe took a, away some of their talented players because if you can see, Sotomayor's doing actually pretty good for yes. first year and you know I did see them play against um, Brennan this past Saturday live stream that game, you you know Brennan yeah they they had a big win over Sotomayor but you can tell like uh, Sotomayor has some talent is just they don't have the experience and they pl- ran into an experienced team, um, you know. You know, especially like with O'Connor and also Taft, but that's expected. But they have a big game coming up, you know, and this could, t- you know, determine who gets that last spot on that. And that's the game versus Warren. And yes, AJ Stevens, both on the girls and the boys' sides, aren't looking good so far. <laughs> so, hate to say that, buddy. But, uh, and thanks for watching, AJ, uh, for that here. Uh, uh, for that here. But yeah, the, the Lady Falcons, uh, both, uh, you know, struggling season uh, for them uh, as well here. Um, playoff wise, or I don't, did we look at the schedule? Uh, yeah, Taft and Brennan, yeah, Taft should take care of Harlan. Same thing with Brennan versus Jay. But you see that game there this weekend, uh, Warren at versus Sartre Mayor. That's gonna that whoever wins that game is gonna take that four spot and you know have that head to head, head to head towards towards the end. That's gonna be the probably the key, the key games. I think Sartre Mayor and Warren. They should. I think they'll have no problem winning. Winning again, as far as in the second round of district play, taking care of business with Jay Holmes, Stevens, and Harlan. Uh, but I think they'll have, you know, like Those I said, it's going to be a talk. Matches. Yeah, it's the head-to-head matches, and then also, you know, if Warren or 
or Harlan or Warren or Sutherland can get a even even a, a result like a, a tie with either Taff or O'Connor or Brennan, that's gonna help them in, you know, you know, get some points up to you know, steal some points to get them in there to lock in into the into that four spot. And AJ mentions that uh, the Stevens varsity team is, is mostly sophomores, uh, you know, for that here. So keep an eye on that. The so next year could be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've, you take you, you have young teams. You're gonna take your lunch, but you're gonna learn. You know, you're gonna learn, and you know, you they could be the breakout team next year. Yeah, and, and it, like I said here, it, it depends on injuries and in transfers. Mm-hmm. You know, people moving in. You know, especially where we're a military city. You know, people moving into the neighborhood. I know. Uh, we have a lot of military members that live in our neighborhood. So um, people moving in, people moving out uh, that, that, you know, can change, you know, change dyna- dynamics coaching um, as well. I know on, on the boys side, they lost one of the top coaches in the area to uh, Smithson Valley. Um, and, the, and the current coach is good, but, you know, not at that same level, um, you know, for that here. So, but, uh, and, and I, I'm a firm believer, especially at the high school level and club level, Coaching matters a lot, especially yeah. helping develop, uh, you know, the boys and girls uh, to reach their potential, especially if they work, work well with the, with the club teams here. So maybe, they, maybe, maybe uh, one of those teams might have, might, might have want to snatch me up for next year or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're working on your teaching uh, certificate, I believe is what you were saying, or you were getting maybe. ready to, to fire that up uh, uh, for the here. Not that you're not unhappy at your current uh, job location with uh, UH Victoria. I work with them along those lines here. So not that he's looking for a job publicly by any means, but uh, uh, for that here. So Rafa, it's uh, at 80 minutes, a little bit over 80 minutes here. We don't want to go extra time here. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we well, I don't think the, I don't think we're having a show on Sunday. I don't believe uh, this week here as far as for um, Brady use. Yeah, so far <laughs> unless we get a player signing. <laughs> We're at day six, not that I'm counting, but uh, you know, I almost tweeted day six. Tomorrow will be a week here, so I'll give unless unless you talk about the Jordan mm-hmm. Fart commercial. Uh, oh, is there a commercial out there? Yeah, I, the, I saw us tweet. Yeah, tweeting uh, a little bit. Lost the, him with um eating the what's it called the 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 the, the beef jerky the, the, the beef jerky. And, yeah, and the those. Tank those those tank tops and the, those shorts, I guess you got those from DiLorenzo <laughs> or, or Nacho. <laughs> so uh, Super Bowl Sunday, you got a pick? Yeah, I hate I hate the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. I, I don't want them to win. give it give it a Patrick you're Mahomes. You're a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I, I won't see. I'm the opposite. Yeah, because you're there. They're, they're I don't rock. like the Chiefs. So and I'm not a fan of the Cowboys, so hey, you know, fly Eagles fly, you know, wouldn't hurt Mike, but yeah, just, I do like Pat Mahomes, you know, like I said, here he's class, it'll be interesting to see what uh, Hertz does, Andy Reid's, uh, you know, like I said, one, one of, yeah, I think we'll go down in history as one of the all-time great coaches as well, especially. He's playing his old team too. Yeah, so um, looking at the numbers, should be a fairly close Super Bowl um, for that here. I know AJ's already picked, uh, you know, finger foods, wings, pizza, and uh <laughs> Uh, taquitos, uh, for taquitos. Here. So, uh, I know that's what we'll be doing, uh, with the big game and you know, watching the commercials. And then, uh, uh afterwards, because uh, it's on Fox's, the uh, what, uh, the Ramsey uh, cooking show, uh, next level, uh, where you know, you place on there. And we enjoyed it last year, so we're looking forward to Super Bowl Sunday. 
I think it's a pick 'em game um, for out here. Uh, uh, is this the first time we have two two uh, uh, quarterbacks from the state of Texas face each other? Like yeah, from high school? first time two African American QBs. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time in a while, two number one seeds as well. I think. Yeah. Uh, for that here, um, been the two best teams. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bills were were you know had a shot, but unfortunately, no running game outside outside of uh, the quarterback. You gotta have a complete team. And, and, yeah, we'll we'll send we'll send them Zeke. We'll, we'll dump his contract to them. <laughs> well, he's getting dumped one way or another, right? Yeah. So, but uh, anything soccer wise outside of that tier? I know you mentioned the the Club World Cup, uh, and you know, uh, you know that uh, you know, Real Madrid advanced what to the final? I believe it is. Yeah, next Saturday uh, they they played one match and, and get you know, get it you know, get to advance. Uh, um, I think everybody expects them to win. Uh, win that here. That seems like whoever wins Champions Leagues is the favorite to win that tournament, right? Yeah. yeah I was surprised Flamengo lost. Yeah, <laughs> they're I the Copa Libertadores champs. But I think they're expanding that though, uh, going yeah. forward, right? To where mm-hmm. where there's a little bit more. Thirty-two teams, I think, or twenty-four. Something like that. Because right now it's it's a, you know it's an afterthought, and, and the thing that kind of. Uh, threw me off a little bit. Was, you know, not that I'm a real real Madrid fan, but you know they played what Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm assuming it was probably either a, probably a B or C side uh, most likely because most of the the A team I'm assuming is probably at the World Club. Uh, Actually, Benzema didn't play this game. He's he's out with an injury. Oh, is he? Yeah. So. But uh, Rafa has been fun. Uh, like I said, we'll do this next. We may do this twice next week, uh, right? Uh, we'll have the normal show. Uh, we'll, we'll probably kind of abbreviate the schedule uh, for that here and go more into the Rafa rankings, mm-hmm. um, you know, along those lines here. So we may not have the full schedule or, or we might go through it a little bit quicker. And then we'll have the Rafa rankings either before or after um, for that here, depending on, on how things set up here. Um, but if you have any questions, uh, you know, for us, please reach out to Rafa um, along those lines. Uh, any coaches, any admin want to kind of, you know, want to talk about your program, please reach out to us. Uh, we're not shy and we'd love to have you know, guests on uh, for that here if it's convenient for you. Uh, we're typically going to record either Wednesdays or Thursdays uh, for most weeks, depending on Rafa's schedule and AJ's uh, club schedule here um, along those lines here. But uh, Rafa, any final thoughts before we let you out of here? Uh, now, like I said, looking forward to some key games this weekend, and and then Monday I'll be on the fifty-fifty with the state with the new RPIs for the state. There were some some upsets to go statewide too, so so that uh, there'll be some shakeups there as Without well. Without giving any secrets away, how is San Antonio doing statewide? They need to get better. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They need to get better. <laughs> Dallas is stealing too much of the show. So. <laughs> and then we're also going to do a preview of Region 3. So we're going to talk about the Houston area as well. And then we'll finish up, and I think, in a couple of weeks with Region 4. So uh, Region 3 historically does not do well, right? They've have in the past, but lately, recently? like I said, yeah, recently they haven't. And you know, it's been dominated mostly by Region One or Two, and 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 us. You know, we've always there's always been a, either a, a Dallas Metroplex team or a San Antonio team, uh, San, San Antonio Austin area right? Terry team in the final, and and that's and that's a uh, that's surprising too because Houston being a big metropolitan area, and they're know, a soccer city. I know. Yeah. 
if if you go out and, and not talking about MLS and Dynamo or you know, but they have a lot of the UPSL teams. They have a lot of you know the the lower lower league teams. They also you know if you go out um, most you know Sunday league teams. You know most of the soccer fields are full, so it's not like that they're not playing soccer over there. Yeah, uh, in Houston. So you know, I don't know if it's a coaching thing or or, or, or you know or what it is, but to me that's been you know since we've started this. Houston has never, to me, Houston's never equaled the weight of, of, the, of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, you know, for that here, which which to me is a little bit shocking, but knowing that there is all the talent in Houston, you know, uh, that there is, because every other sport, they're very dominant, you know, and whether it's basketball, football, track and field, baseball, along those lines, soccer seems to be, um, at least on the boys' side, I think, you know, even on the girls' side, um, they don't perform as well either, right? Yeah, it's been a while since they've had. So, like, I think the last team that made the final was actually, I think Kingwood Kingwood Park, which I, which I get to get to see play here during that kind of the short COVID season or that short COVID. They had to play the home and away kind of neutral sites for the state semifinals. Um, but but you got quality teams over there, especially like the boys side. You got the Woodlands College Park. Uh, Seven Lakes is, you know, one of I think they're. Katie's prepared. the one that shocks me because Katie's yeah. loaded with talent, and somehow yet they they never. So at this point, they haven't been able to finish it. Because they had uh, for a stretch. I remember back when I I was coaching, they had a, they had a, uh, at least a team from that district made the final. Yeah, I think it was one year to Katie and then Seco Ranch and Morton Ranch. It's kind of dropped down because I think now that they have 10 schools, it's yeah, kind of spread out right. a lot of the talent. But still, you have dynamite teams. Like I said, uh, Katie's Seven Lakes is one of the best teams there. And then even the 5A level, you know, you got teams like Friendswood and you got, um, you know, I'm trying to think of some, some of the other teams um, up north, you know, some of the spring teams. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, even, even uh, Kingwood and so forth. Uh, the Galena Parks, you know, so I, I'm still a little surprised that they've kind of, you know, not kind of match, you know, been like a contender and so forth, you know. But who who knows, you know, things can change because I know that da- I know the Melcher Parks has been dom- been the dominant area, even at Taps too. So yeah, uh, so we'll see if you know with us San Antonio Austin trying to catch up, you know, even though we've had some state champions. Like I said, the last six state champions have been from Region Four, which has been like Travis and Lee. So, uh, so the talents, the talent, like I said, I think we've, I think our teams match well in the six day level, five way level. We'll like I said, we had Bernie champion go up there for the girls. Dripping Springs boys made it last mm-hmm. year, you know? So, and then for a, like I said, we have the Bernie boys here and also the Bernie girls. And then the year before, I think we had like, uh, I think it was corporate Christie cat Allen. So, you know, they've, they've been successful against some, some against the the Houston area. So we'll see if that that changes in the next few years. Well, for us, hopefully not, because typically we uh, we do face each other. Uh, the two region three, region four, yeah. typically uh, do face each other here. But Rafa, it was a pleasure hanging out with you tonight. Uh, like I said, here we'll look forward to do this uh, a couple of times next week uh, for that here. And, and like I said here, uh, just be advised. Probably no uh, San Antonio uh, uh, fan cast this week because you know, normally our shows on. Sunday, unless Sunday. there is some some big news where you know maybe a Saturday or you know Monday type type thing, but I think uh, um, yeah, I think that might be filling up for me on that here. So, but uh, 
Hope everybody has a great uh, great uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Be safe. Uh, just keep in mind, cops are also out on the road, so please uh, don't drink and drive uh, if you mm -hmm. do go to a Super Bowl party. Uh, Uber. One of those Uber, Lyft, whatever, you know, designate a friend that, that through here because uh, uh, this is one of those leaks, uh, weeks like New Year's and stuff like that that, that, that the police are out in a higher number uh, making sure everybody is safe. So uh, please be careful. Hope everybody has a great day. And what's life without goals? We're out. Mm -hmm.